Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Trauma Podcast. Melissa here. Um, it's a rainy day in Richmond, Virginia. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, the Latch Trauma Podcast um, is for you all who are in the trenches of parenthood, especially motherhood. Um, we talk about all of the fun stuff um, having to do with raising little ones. Today, we are talking about traveling with kids, the good, the bad, the ugly, the planning, the not so planned, all that jazz. So... Stay tuned. You're listening to Latch Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. Hi, friend. Hi there. How are you? I'm good. Lindy's here with us today. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we have 12 kids combined um, from six months up to how old Lennox? He's almost 14. 14. So I feel like we've seen a lot of it when it comes to traveling with kiddos. We have your questions today. We're going to do our best to answer them, share some stories, all that stuff. Kennedy, hit us up. Hey, Melissa and Lindy. This is Kelly. I was wondering how you travel with a bigger family. We have two boys that are preteen aged and then two younger littles that are preschool and young preschool and smaller. And it is complicated. And so any tips or tricks that could be used mm. when traveling more than, you know, an hour away from home um, would be helpful. Thank you. Y'all are amazing. Oh, thanks. You're amazing. Thanks for calling in. Um, yeah. I'm picturing all the directions that this goes in. I know. Like I could talk on from so many different, like what vehicle and like yeah. what luggage and like, absolutely. Like, I, so I don't know where you want to start. Or so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, it's so funny because I think about traveling. Okay. And this is the way, this is what happens with my brain. Hey, sweetie, let's go somewhere. Let's pack up the kids. Let's go. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Well, do you just want to go without me? No, I don't want to go without you. I want to go with you. Well, okay. And then, so we, so it all, it, it sounds like a great idea. Okay. So I pack up the kids. I get really excited. And then we get in the car and I'm like, oh my gosh, this was a terrible idea. And it's pretty much terrible the entire time. Sometimes there's good moments. We've been introducing them to old school music, which is always fun to do. Um, but then we get home and I'm like, I'm never doing that again. And then something happens in my brain. Like a few days later, I start looking at pictures <laughs> and I'm like, oh, look how great that was. It's like having kids. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then the whole cycle <laughs> starts again. And I'm like, oh, let's go somewhere. Okay. And, yeah. Here's what pops into my mind when okay. I'm traveling okay. is how long am I going for? Is there a washer dryer? Yes. <laughs> I'm just, this is where my brain starts okay. because it's going to determine what that uh -huh. trunk looks like and the bags look like yep. and all of that. So yeah. that's kind of where, at least for a family of eight, where I start planning, yes. where are we going? I would rather not stay in a hotel because that means automatically means two rooms. So we, it, there yes. are things that we kind of look for where we're going, how long, that kind of thing. Because I could go for a week-long beach trip that has a washer-dryer, and it takes me a third of the time to pack versus going to a cabin for a weekend. Mm -hmm. I, I'm packing a significant amount more like of things so yeah. i think it just like depends where you're going how long all those but her question the actual traveling aspect of it like 
maybe like in the car and stuff. I feel like if you're already living together and you already have the four kids that are cohabitating together, that just stressing to the older ones, hey, let's have patience with the potty breaks or can you help pass that snack back or pick your head up from the switch for a second, please, so you can help your sibling. Um, some of my cooler, like big family parenting moments have been in smaller spaces. When I say cooler, I mean, they're very fleeting. They're like 10 to 15 <laughs> seconds long, but it's like, it's like one kid moving. Cause we have a transit with like a higher, mm-hmm. a higher roof. So the kids could potentially change seats. The older ones, if they're in, you know, my older, mm-hmm. my oldest, my oldest one is just in a lap belt now. Um, but he can get up and he can kind of help a little bit. Um, so not that I say you should move in a moving vehicle ever, but you know, sometimes there are emergencies on the road when you're traveling with six children. Um, but he'll, he can go read a book to a younger one or he can go help somebody. And it's like the sweetest thing in the world because he doesn't really have an option. Cause he can't really get out of the car. He can't really say no, you know, I don't know. It's like forced <laughs> family bonding. I don't know. My, my biggest thing is just all of the snacks, unless you have one that gets car sick, which I have one of those. And that's, terrible 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 um all of the snacks electronics unless you have one that gets car sick it's just it's yeah it's just i mean mine have our own rows like they Mm -hmm. are separated the two older ones are in the back the middle girls are in the middle and my little ones that need a little bit more help handing or whatnot Mm -hmm. even though they're getting older are up at the front um you know they each have their own individual kind of snack bags like it's literally just kind of planned out to be at the beginning. They can yep. each bring a small backpack that has their activities and stuff in it. And then you just like hope for the best. And if you're <laughs> at that, like four to five kid to five to six, four to five to six type of kid thing. And I mean, and you do travel a lot and a minivan is starting to feel small. Don't be afraid to go up to the, the, the Amazon trucks. Like yeah, Lindy and I where have, we're at. but trunk literally spaces it's is yeah, huge. Lindy has a trunk. I don't have a trunk in mind, but we could take out the back row if we need yeah. to, but, um, it's bulky, but it's super easy to drive. It's almost just like driving a minivan. And honestly, it is amazing to give the kids more space. Yeah. So, okay. Absolutely. Next question. I don't even know if we answered her question, but it was a big, it was a good one. Yeah, just absolutely. Yeah. A lot could go into that. My suggestion for the podcast would be to talk about the timing of when you depart, because that is crucial. Um, you know, you're working around nap times, meal times, all of that. So um, I would suggest talking about the appropriate time to depart. <laughs> I'm like crying laughing here because for some reason, like it's such a great question. But honestly, have you ever gotten on the road when you're supposed to get on the road? Maybe you have. Uh, no, no, never, no. never. My husband never, started never. cutting down a tree. Yes, fifteen that minutes was the best before story. we were trying to leave, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, uh huh. No, I. He's I've, like, I've, "Well, the neighbor can help now." And I was like, "We're supposed to be on the road." I, I, no, yeah, I can't. Um, Eric has cleaned the gutters, um, gone to Walmart to like rewire the refrigerator or something crazy like that. This is all before we leave. There's something that happens yeah. maybe in the male brain or the partner brain. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That is all of a sudden like everything has to be straight before we leave. Well, you know what? You had two weeks to think about it. Mm-hmm. You you had plenty of time. Like I, yeah. I, I remember sitting in the car as a kid 
And like we were in there, like there was a good 30 to 40 minutes. We were all in the, in the car and my dad was just going in to find his sunglasses and then he'd go back in to get something else. And then he'd go back in to get something else. I'm not blaming it totally on the partners, but I have had to let go of the idea that we're going to leave at any certain time. Um, I will always like, we, we are trying as a married couple now to talk about expectations prior to leaving. Yeah. Cause this is one of those things that literally I, I, mm. yeah. And I wanted to throw this out real quick. I know we're talking about traveling and I think sometimes the social pressure of, Oh my gosh, they're doing this and they're doing this. Mm-hmm. And like, I have to travel and I have to go do these things. There were yeah. some years where I really just had to come to the conclusion that, you know what, that is not something that I can tackle this year and yep. that's okay. And I can find great fun local mm-hmm. things that I don't have to tackle a three, four hour plus drive. Mm-hmm. I'm just not comfortable mentally dealing with it, yeah. doing it with my spouse. And like, that's a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. But I think if you are looking for travel things like here, we are chatting about it, but just if someone's on the couch at home, because I was that mom because some years, yeah, it's totally okay. Don't do it. Just yeah. do the local things it will come at a time that you will be able to do it a little bit more easier but as far as like nap time lunch time yeah. things like that i mean i was texting lindy this summer when we were <laughs> headed to the beach it literally took us an hour and 45 minutes to get on the road from our house like we pulled out of our house and suddenly oh we had like a target pickup kids were hungry we went to chick-fil-a we went to get gas where everybody had a pee but that we were only gas, two miles that gas stop yeah we're only two miles away from the an house. hour i'm like i don't understand like like, like yeah like, what, what is happening literally it took us an hour and 45 yeah. minutes to even hit the highway because everybody needs to all of a sudden uh-huh. go to the bathroom again oh and then they want yeah. snacks and you fill up so really yeah. that is something on our list and i'm like gas is done like the night before yep. like we don't do a gas stop the other thing i will either like if it's lunch it is a jimmy john's order that is pickup yep. and you're gonna eat in the car or i'm like lunchables but yeah. like we're not like uh-huh. i try to make those things a little bit easier yeah. and then but, but the good news is is that we we probably shouldn't do this, but we, we push through. We, we, we may or may not lie about if we're passing a rest stop. We may just be like, we're almost there. We're almost there. We can do it. We can do it. And we have done with five kids. Cause we still had two in diapers Two. I, I, mm-hmm. don't, I don't even know our last trip. Only one, maybe. I don't know. We'll do the pee in a jar, pee in a Gatorade bottle for the boys. We'll, uh, I mean, yeah. we stop. Caroline needs to go to the bathroom. Catherine's still, Catherine was still is still in diapers but um like we push on through we really really try not to stop because once you stop Mm -hmm. and you have to get everybody out of the car it's a nightmare so yes uh, we try and time it on baby's nap time if the baby is like under one and is just gonna nap no matter what like when they're in their car seat then we just kind of shoot for a time um and then we just pack lots of snacks and yeah. we realize we like let go of schedule as much as we can on travel day. You just let go, yeah. let let it go, let it go. They're going to sleep when they want to sleep. Maybe they won't nap at all. Maybe they'll nap the entire time. You have no idea what's going to happen because apparently when you start traveling with kids, everything goes awry. Now, we've never tried this, but I know a couple of people who rock the overnight drive. Yeah, no. I don't know mm-hmm. how to do it. And I could never get to be like, hey, let's try this. Mm-hmm. Number one, we never drove that far ever. It was normally like a two to four hour type of drive. Mm-hmm. But I know some who would do that. That's what worked for them and their kids and their kids are really well in the car and they would sleep and they didn't stop and they yeah. were comfortable driving at night and then parenting all day. Yeah. Which no. like my husband and I have had the conversation. And we're like, we just can't do that. Like, like it's not going to be good. But so yeah, we've timed, tried to time that 
mid-morning nap or kind of the lunchtime, but I know it's so hard when you miss it, and sometimes you do, and and you, you just, just have gotta to roll with it's it. Kind of part of traveling is everybody being off of their schedule. Like it literally, if you have anxiety when you think about your kids being off of a schedule and not sleeping well, then probably traveling is not for you. Yeah. Do like, short, short little day do, trips, like yeah, an hour do, trip. Absolutely. Or don't. Yeah. Don't really get into something like you said just because somebody else is doing 100%. it because you are going to be thrown 100%. on your head like yeah. literally everything is going to be off its axis mm-hmm. and then literally it's going to take pretty much a week to re-enter after that too so if things are going yeah. swimmingly in your life and you're getting rest and your kids are napping it's probably not a good time to travel yeah like opinion. we we had to have those little conversations like do we want to come home? Is it, are we going to come home like mad at each other and very stressed mm-hmm. or are we going to come home like, okay, that was tough, but we really enjoy it. Like, yeah, we and really I, had to come to kind of make those decisions. And, and I really do like, we don't travel at night. Like we drove through the night a couple of times before we had kids, but I really do enjoy, which is very weird. I found this like very happy place in parenthood like I said before, with all of my kids in one place on a sunny day, driving down the road together, like, because for the most part, they tend to get along, but I have all of my little people, like everybody is in my little bubble and they're all right here and they can't get away from me and they can't go to the basement (laughs) and they, and I have to be there and I can't go to work and nobody can pull Eric away and we're all together. And it's like amazing. So I enjoy sunshiny drives down the highway until they all start fighting. But then even then it's fine because nobody can really get away from each other. But Hi, Melissa and Lindy. My name is Amanda, and I'm a fellow mom of six. And on the topic of travel, um, in the past few years, we've done a lot more road trip family vacations. So I just wanted to share a couple of things that have been beneficial for us, just in case it might help anybody else out, um, and get your input as well. So one simple thing that ended up being a big hit for us, I found some big variety packs of fidget toys on Amazon, and I put them in a big Ziploc bag. And the kids didn't get to see them or play with them until we were on the road. And then they got to pick one at a time to play with. And they were also super helpful to incentivize good behavior. So, like, um, one child who's behaving the best, oh, you can pick another toy to play with. Um, And so it was just a simple thing, but just very, very, very helpful and beneficial to um, distraction and entertainment during hours on the road. So I love the idea of things that kids have never seen before. Yeah. Um, And I try and hold on to those things as long as I can. Like if I'm at hour two or three, so we don't go on a lot of trips, but we go and we'll talk about it. I'm sure at some, maybe some point in this podcast, we go to our 800 square foot condo um, (laughs) that my husband used to go to growing up that he's very sentimental. And we go back to every year with all of our children. Um, But it's about a five and a half hour drive. But, if I can get to hour two or three and they have not seen the special things that I yeah. have at my feet that are pretty much from like five and below or something, mm-hmm. um, we're doing great. Yeah. We're doing fantastic and we're going to make it, you know, but if, <laughs> but if I'm pulling those out and we're still like, you know, 10 minutes down the road, it's going to be a rough one, but I completely agree with, um, stickers are great. Um, uh, snacks for sure all of the snacks i love the little they're at like the dollar spot Mm -hmm. the the magic marker like so it's like that turns the 
Yes. The colors on the paper. So I don't have to worry about them getting bored and then just like coloring the car seat or, yeah. you know, the seat or uh-huh. whatever. They just um, do those. Window um, clings for like the the one and a half to four year olds that yeah. they can like put on the window if they're next to the window. Um, water bottles we do. Not everybody has a water bottle like spot next to their mm-hmm. car seat. Um yeah, I put now that the boys are older, I'll put a snack bag back there with them. Um, but yeah, all of the snacks. And then you just kind of have to let go. I mean, at least I let go of the mess. Like, I'll clean it up when we get there. Just everybody just stay happy. And yeah. I'm sorry you dropped your goldfish. Here's another bag that I'm going to toss back to you. Yeah. Somebody on Facebook I saw, I think it might be somebody who works here. I don't remember, created a pulley system. So they created yes. a pulley system where they could like literally put snacks in it and then put like put, put it, it back, back to the back of the thing. We just That's throw really them. Cool. I like, I've never actually done it. I've just had the things, but something like every hour, in like a little mystery bag or something oh. so they can't see it. So it's like you you just got to get through like, you know, one hour yeah. or even 30 minutes for little ones. And it's kind of just a little different activity. Yeah. Different fun thing that you get to open and it's yeah. new. And it can be very simple too. But I loved her comment on planning ahead. Yep. Like if you can plan yep. ahead, you are golden. And for it doesn't it. take yep. that much. <laughs> like you can do a target pickup. Mm-hmm. You can do like literally it's just set aside like an hour to not think about clothes, not think about packing, not think about that. Mm-hmm. Think about the journey. It's almost like birth. Don't think about like what the nursery is going to look like or what your baby's going to wear on those weeks. Think about how your baby's going to come into the world. Think about how you're going to get to yeah. where you're going. And the more planning you can kind of put in that time frame, um, I feel like it's can be beneficial and i think most of the time you're not going somewhere like off the grid yeah i always just remind myself what are like the absolute have to i can't replace like my Mm -hmm. daughter's anaphylactic kit like like some of these things that like i have to have and you know what if i'm short three outfits we'll hit Mm -hmm. walmart like we can find oh we're missing shoes fine like it's not the end of the Mm -hmm. world so what are those like top top priority things that you can't replace or would be very difficult to replace and what you were saying earlier (laughs) about um trying not to do a hotel like we don't stay in hotels either but if you can find someplace almost everywhere in the country can do a walmart order that can be waiting for you when you get there so even if you don't want to mess with toothbrushes and toothpaste and how are you going to pack them and all of this stuff i mean i have diapers delivered i have we have first night's dinner i normally will think through make sure i have breakfast stuff coffee is key to make sure I have that next morning. So normally the Walmart order, whenever we go anywhere is waiting for me when we get there, which is great. Yeah. So I agree. Hi, I was calling because I would love all of the tips and tricks and ideas and anything else you have on sleeping when it comes to traveling. I feel like once we get, as soon as we sort of feel like we have sleeping under control at home, we go someplace else and then it's all messed up. Yeah, it's what I just said. It's funny. Like, we're going away in the first week of June, and I keep telling everybody in my life who will listen that I really need to work on the baby being able to sleep. Where are you going? Outside of my arms. Oh, we're going to the Buckhead Ranch in South Carolina. <gasps> oh, we is this the family go- thing? Yes, we were supposed <gasps> to be going. We were supposed to be going to, like, an hour away to, like, Lake Gaston or something. But then this whole big thing happened and there was like all of this drama with VBRO. Anyway, so we had the whole it's Eric's mom's 
side of the family, Eric's side of the family. I don't know. Um, but we had this like all planned out and then the house ended up being a scam. So we had to find someplace else. So we're actually now driving like five hours, but it's like this big like yeah. ranch thing. And there's like, Oh my God, there's like its own go-kart track and like yeah. commercial kitchen. And it's, it's going to be cool. It's going to be great. Um, but I've been thinking about the fact that like, I am going to be nap trapped, which is okay. But now that I'm a little bit older and I have older kids, it's, I want to be experiencing things with them. I want to be, you know, mm-hmm. out fishing with them or watching them go and go karts. And I mean, he'll sleep on me, but mm-hmm. I don't want to be nap trapped. Right. So sorry, long story short. Sorry about that. It's, it's <laughs> no, but it's, no, but seriously, like long story short, it is such a consideration because mm-hmm. suddenly you're, you're going to be putting your kids in a different spot. Like last year at the beach, we, so we have our 800 square foot condo with five children. And I was like 36 weeks pregnant with number six. And, my parents rented one like two stories down, but there wasn't, <laughs> wasn't really a bed for Catherine, sweet, sweet Catherine. And she was two and a half and she had never slept outside of a crib. So I thought I could just put her in a pack and play. Yeah. No dice did not work. So yeah. she had to learn while we were on vacation, how to sleep in a twin size bed. It took, oh, it was terrible. I mean, it took probably six nights out of our 12 night, that we were there to actually get her to sleep so by night seven i was actually able to go back to sleep which is interesting because when you're used to sleeping and then you stop for six nights it's not good so absolutely take everything into consideration um uh, i mean i have so much advice on yeah this. if you can if you can get whatever they're currently sleeping in and you can replicate it wherever you're going that is plan A. Yep. I have spent $100 on a exact same pack and play or exact same crib that my child yep. sleeps in at home. Um, I know that sounds crazy, but I knew it would be, I would be able to sleep. Um, oh, I don't yeah, know. I think so hard. This, the sleeping in the car just, it kind of is what it is. Yeah. But I'm trying to, you know, think back on the beach trips we've took because we've taken one with my parents ever since I was pregnant with Linux. So we've done it. 14 years in a row. Mm -hmm. And I just remember to each one brought different challenges. And I mean, I would have a kid sleeping in, like I said, a rented crib. Mm -hmm. If you go to any of those kind of beach areas, there will be rental companies. You can rent a crib, you can rent whatever. So highly recommend that. I mean, in the laundry, or I would take a pack and play with the twins in in it. In the laundry? Like I stuck them in another room where I could get it dark. Uh, like, I, I mean, like, I've what? brought like dark yeah, sheets no, for the windows. 100%. I've clipped them up. Like, yeah. and put the pack sometimes in the bathroom it, if yep. you need to. Yep. I mean, it's just a hot mess. It really is. And it's kind of the first thing I get kind of figured out once I get there. I'm just yeah. like, forget all the rest. I'm like, yeah. just keep the kids alive. And I'm going to figure out sleeping yeah. situations because so, I don't want to do it when it's 10 PM. So kind of what all of this leads to, and this is like kind of what Lindy said earlier I hate to break it to like the majority of people who are sitting back who like literally have just had their one kid and they're like, Oh, we're going to go to the beach. And I, when I was pregnant, I was imagining what our family beach trip that we go on every year is going to now look like with a kid. And this is going to be great guys. It's hard. It is hard because nothing feels the same. And I always thought, Oh, well, there's going to be more people to help and it's going to be great. But if that baby's used to like nursing down and sleeping on you, mm-hmm. that baby's going to want to nurse down and sleep on you, which means that your favorite, like from two to three on the beach, when you're sitting mm-hmm. there and you hang out and you read your book, it's not going to happen. And yep. that's what it was. It's just, it's hard. And there's all, there's 
beautiful other memories. And like I said, you're going to get home and you're going to look back on pictures of it and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, when do we do that again? But there are moments when you're traveling with kids and families where you're like, am I going to survive this? Like, am I going to get through? Like what on earth was I thinking? Yeah. We had some incredible weeks Mm -hmm. and then we had some weeks where I literally was in tears. I was postpartum with, and I I had Mm -hmm. an infant for pretty much eight out of nine of those years there. Um, also, the switch to kind of salter and, and, and on sand and all that, mm-hmm. I, I could probably count at least Diaper five rashes. trips that I was hunting out mm-hmm. a um, patient first because I knew it was an ear infection. Um, so like it's, yeah, it is hard. Are there incredible moments? hundred yep. percent. Yes. Would I do it again? Yes. I think 99%. Um, <laughs> I would hard. do it again. But like, yeah, I mean, we've come home from so many vacations and we have said it it would have been more enjoyable to stay home. It is, mm-hmm. but I do look back and it's so worth it. And my there kids look back at yep. kids look back at the pictures yeah. and they it's remember great. that. It's and great. we often would the do pictures. the same house. So they're yeah. like, I know, I know the house. Yeah. I know where my room is. Like yeah. the so pictures that is really are cool. always, always look great. Um, but yeah. with Lindy was talking about the salt water and stuff. Um, don't be afraid to cut out liners of bathing suits, especially for boys. If you need to, Um, as well as we always pack like good old speedo bathing suits, like European speedo bathing suits, because if you're going to be at the beach long enough and you have little boys and they're going to play in the sand and the salt water, it doesn't matter if they have little speedos on, but like that may be your saving grace of packing those because if they get chafed throughout the week, you are literally going to have a kid who's not going to want to go down to the beach. And then you have some kids who do and some kids that don't. And then who stays back with that one. And then they're crying and you're looking for Vaseline. It's just, it's, it's a lot. So, and and I was just about to say that we take the little five pack of biker shorts, the girls ones from Walmart. Yep. Um, and they just pop those right over their bathing suits because like the thighs rub and, you know, but then you you try to bust out an ointment and then the sand all sticks to it. Like it, that is, it's just, it just comes with chaos and and some mess, but those were lifesavers. Yeah. Cause some beaches are saltier than the others. And like, that's what we discovered. Um, but yeah. And just embrace the sand. It's going to be everywhere. You can wash your feet off before you go anywhere, but it's still going to be everywhere. It's going to be in the bathtub. It's going to come home with you. Yep. I like to think of like Dido's song, Sand in My Shoes. Have you ever listened to that song? It's like one of my favorite Dido songs. But she talks about how she's like back in the city and she hears like the cars and you can hear the cars on the song. But she's like, there's still sand in my shoes, which is really sweet. So I like to think of the sand as memories of the good times at the beach because it's everywhere. Yep. Anything else, Kennedy? I had a question about traveling with littles. So my little, my youngest is just over 18 months old and he's an absolute escape artist. So he can already open doors and baby gates. He's been climbing out of his crib since he was 12 months old. How do I keep him safe when we're not in our own house to baby proof? Thanks. Oh my God. I, all of these questions, like I feel very qualified to answer them because they have literally been my life for the last however many years. And I remember moments of all of these were like, we, so this yearly trip with my in-laws has been happening for like the last five years. And we showed up at a house in on the lake, which was great. And it was beautiful. And it was, like I said, you look back on it and it's great. But I was pregnant and I had an 18-month-old. And this house had not the round doorknobs, but the 
the lever doorknobs. So suddenly my 18 month old who couldn't open doors before when we were at home suddenly could open every single door. And this house was on the lake on this peninsula that literally was surrounded by water on three sides. And I had an 18 month old that could open every door. I I don't think that I that I relaxed the entire time we were there. Yeah. Um, and I know sometimes you can't avoid those situations, mm-hmm. but I do know that's something now we will choose. Mm-hmm. Like we kind of look at this or look at the layout or look, mm-hmm. and we are a little bit more selective. But again, sometimes you can't. And yeah. So my piece of advice, I have a few here. Um, because I mean, then, you know, I've been to the Outer Banks house that has four different stories and stairs everywhere you look and kids who haven't learned how to go that know how to mm-hmm. go up and down stairs, but they're going to chase their siblings and they're going to fall right down them. Um, pack baby gates if you need to, um, Instacart or DoorDash or ship it or whatever you use baby gates, go pick one up at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Um, my family, and this is another kind of entitled thing, but my family swears by ISR swim lessons. Start They can start at six months. They're, I don't want to call them water safe, but normally within two to three weeks, if they fall into the water, they have learned to flip over to their back, which gives you a little bit more time. Um, it's not a gentle process, but it can help save lives, especially if you have a kid who you know likes to escape and run. Um, do you have other things? There are some really cool, um, little sleeping pods that Mm -hmm. are approved like for travel and stuff that do zip. Um, that could be an option as far as for a little bit more of a safer, Mm -hmm. like your comfortable sleeping situation. Um, I know with our twins, I'm staring at this really cool, like play yard. (laughs) Um, it's some, and it packs up almost like Mm -hmm. it's a heavy chair picture like a heavy chair on your shoulder but that is something that we could take anywhere i could plop it up and down in the living room i could take it to the beach i could i would take this to our neighborhood pool and set it up and so when i was helping the others with snacks or something like that i knew 100 percent that they were safe in there and they couldn't get out fall down the stairs yeah get to the pool whatever so um, also toddler carriers are great. So if you are going to go do something and you don't want to turn your back on your toddler, you yeah. know, throw him on your back. Um, he'd probably love that. Yeah. Um, as well. Um, and then it's just, it's just hard cause there's not an easy answer. I mean, I guess my biggest piece of advice would be that the age is going to change and next year it's going to be a whole different story and it's going to be even easier, hopefully. Um, but try and get them, especially if there's water involved, um, you know, around swim lessons, Um, most houses that you rent, I think in all States, um, do have to have alarms leading out to any door that goes out to a pool. Um, sorry, drowning is just one of my things. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I think of. I mean, but I, but I looked at literally, we're bringing a nanny with us to South Carolina. That was going to be the next thing I was going to say. So we're bringing a nanny with us to South Carolina and I was talking to her today and cause, and I was like, the last time we went to the lake, I lost Alex and Alex was old enough and could swim. So I wasn't terribly concerned. And he's like, but mom, I met a really nice family. And like, I literally almost (laughs) fell off the couch this morning when he said it, because I, I was very proud of the fact that this is not a terrible memory for him, that he actually met Mm -hmm. a really nice family who walked him over to our house. But he did the same thing. He went on a little walk. He, he decided he was going to go down to the other people's docks, which is absolutely terrifying as a parent to say, but he was, five or six and 
I think if he had fallen mm-hmm. in, he would have been okay. But um, and then we were at a barbecue two weeks ago with all of our children, and I lost the two and a half year old. So it's yeah. fine. She met a very nice woman as well, and she brought her back to us. And I'm not a terrible mom, but it it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so as many you know eyes on your kids as you can, and some prayers, and yeah, you know. But I have to say, like you're talking about the nanny or help or mm-hmm. a high schooler with a friend yep. just to have extra yep. eyes. Um, yeah, I'm thinking, looking back, the first trip that we actually took <clears throat> that was like a week was last year. No grandparents, nobody else. It was my husband and I and six kids. Yeah, we have not done that. Well, they were five and up. Mm-hmm. So I, we haven't even really chosen to go for like a significant vacation with a toddler, let alone an infant, where mm-hmm. grandparents weren't there, some sort of just other adult to help. So mm-hmm. I'm actually realizing that you know, we haven't done that alone. Yeah. It's done with help, yeah. whether it's family, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe you go with another family or if you're able to bring some, you know, hired help or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Do you have any parting thoughts on this? I feel like we're, we don't mean to be Debbie Downers. <laughs> it's just, I think, bringing the reality to the idea that it is, it's tough. It's really tough. I was going to throw out that I'm sure you can probably think of the things that really are your happy places and go there. Like we're always happy. Literally, you can feel the kind of the stress come off at the beach. So if I compare, say, do we want to go to the beach for a week or do we want to go like, I don't know, walk around parks like Disney or something? Automatically, everybody, I know what they're, you know, at least for our family, if we ask anybody, it is the beach. It is just more relaxing. So also thinking about, you know, where do we want to go? What do we want to do? Mm-hmm. What is the vibe of that vacation going to feel like? Because it's already, there's already added, you know, just stress and a little bit of worries at the beginning, regardless mm-hmm. of where you're going. But what else could that yep. place, what needs to be done there, add to your load? Mm-hmm. So maybe you want to start somewhere that you know you enjoy the place. Yeah. And I also, I make fun of our little condo at the beach because it's really small and it's really kind of old and dated. But what I love about it is the fact like any other routine in our kids' lives, it has 100% been their, come their happy place. Mm-hmm. They love it. Yeah. So if you can start that tradition young and find like the same house rental or yep. the same cabin or whatever, and then literally watch your kids grow in their kind of responsibilities and what they love there and, and the memories that are made yeah. there. It's really, really magical. It's one of my favorite things about parenthood is yep. like going to this little condo and, you know, they watch the fireworks over the pier every night. Like it's so freaking cool and it makes me so happy. Um, but I can tell you in the beginning stages when they were super, super young and I was kind of getting my legs when it came to like travel and stuff. Um, it was incredibly stressful, but now I look at it and I can say, okay, well, I know that if I tip well enough, you know, the groceries will be brought up to the top floor. And if they're not, then I'm going to take a few trips and it's going to be okay. Or the kids aren't going to fall off of the balcony because we've talked about it. You know, like there's certain things that, you know, the anxiety starts to lower over time. Um, yeah, you get better at it but have really, really, really low expectations. Yep. Remember one year I tried to plan all of the meals for the entire week. Um, and then we ate out a hundred percent of the time. I don't think we ate one meal 
in the actual condo because or we door dashed it or we did something because I just I couldn't do it at the end of the day because everybody still had sand on them. Yeah. 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 I don't know. And let go of all of that that stuff you have at home, like like the no screens or whatever. Just remember, it's it should be as much as it can be a vacation for you. It should be a break for you, too. So mm-hmm. everybody's going to be off their routines when they come back anyways and going to be off kilter. So you might as well just let it all go while you're there, too. Yeah. 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 I just keep coming back to, you know, anything that you can prep prior, get a little bit organized. Mm-hmm. Um Take those steps, mm-hmm. spend that little bit of extra money if you can on those things that make your life a little bit easier. If yeah. you need a little high chair, if you need a crib, you need a gate, yep. um, you need to get, you know, like a little travel mm-hmm. type play yard, do it. Yeah. If you're a do baby it. wearer, bring more bring than the one carriers. Carriers. Yep. Bring the help if you can. Yeah. Yeah. And it's then awesome. You, you and just, then just, yeah, it's you learn. Va- it's vacation year year. though. Just chill out if you can and just relax because mm-hmm. no matter if you plan every single minute of it, it's going to be crazy. So just try and just lower your expectations yeah. and find moments for fun. Yeah, I agree. Thanks, guys. Bye.